You're listening to Give Your Life Away, a devotional podcast from Canyon Bible Church of Prescott designed to equip you with the truth of God's Word and encourage you in the pursuit of ascribing glory to Jesus Christ. Today on the Give Your Life Away podcast, we come to Philippians 3, 1 through 11. Paul writes this, Finally, my brothers, rejoice in the Lord. To write the same things to you is no trouble to me and is safe for you. Look out for the dogs. Look out for the evildoers. Look out for those who mutilate the flesh. For we are the circumcision, who worship by the Spirit of God and glory in Christ Jesus and put no confidence in the flesh. Though I myself have reason for confidence in the flesh also. If anyone else thinks he has reason for confidence in the flesh, I have more. Circumcised on the eighth day of the people of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of Hebrews, as to the law, a Pharisee, as to zeal, a persecutor of the church, as to righteousness under the law, blameless. But whatever gain I had, I counted as loss for the sake of Christ. Indeed, I counted everything as loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. For his sake I have suffered the loss of all things, and count them as rubbish, in order that I may gain Christ, and be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which comes through faith in Christ, the righteousness from God that depends on faith, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection, and may share in his sufferings, becoming like him in his death, that by any means possible, I may obtain the resurrection from the dead. I want to ask you to stop for a moment and to think about the items on your Christian calendar this week. What Bible studies do you have to attend? Are you preparing to teach that Bible study or will you be taught at that Bible study? If you're going to be taught, is there something you're supposed to read ahead of time? Honestly, how does that make you feel in light of the other appointments and responsibilities that you have this week? Think about tomorrow. Maybe your daily personal Bible reading and prayer time have suffered lately. Do you feel guilty about that right now? Are you taking the grit, are you taking the grit your teeth approach to tomorrow's daily Bible reading and prayer? Tomorrow I'll get up early. My point is oftentimes we can think about our Christian lives in terms of the things that we have to do, the meetings we have to go to, and just kind of the stuff, the outward routine of Christianity. Is there a challenging person in your life? Do you find yourself knowing the right thing to do in order to walk in the footsteps of Jesus, but you're having a hard time being patient and forgiving like he is? Then consider church next Sunday. What do you think today about your church's upcoming Sunday gathering? Do you have some responsibility to serve in which, honestly, you're not too excited about? Are you eager for your pastor to get through this section of Scripture and on to the next because it'll be more interesting? Are you thinking about the full day you have planned for Saturday and dreading that that feeling of getting up early in the morning, earlier than you wish, on Sunday? Are you planning on impressing somebody at church by what you wear or what you plan to say? Again, my point in all this is that it's very easy to do Christian things without a worshipful heart. When I read a phrase like Philippians 3.3, For we are the circumcision who worship by the Spirit of God and glory in Christ Jesus and put no confidence in the flesh. I immediately read that and think, Lord, I want that to be true of my heart. I want to glory or exult in Jesus Christ. I don't want to simply go through the motions. I want my life to be one. I want my day to be one. I want, I want this week to be one where I'm glorying in Jesus Christ. You can hear the satisfaction of Paul come out 
in this section of Scripture. You can hear how he takes all of his self-confidence from the past and all the things he's done in the past and throws them all away because he wants Christ. And you can't have Christ and, and your own merit at the same time. He throws all his own merit away. He wants Christ. And he says that he glories in Christ Jesus. I read the passage like this, and I think, Lord, that's what I want to be true. I want to be so sensitive that I am enjoying, worshiping, glorying in you and not thinking much about myself. I want to say with the hymn writer, Lord, tune my heart to sing your praise. Not just, I'm going to sing your praise, but tune my heart to sing your praise. I'll never forget an experience I had one Sunday as a new believer. I was in a season where the Christian things I did were becoming rote and were being done without a heart of worship, sad to say. The night before church, I remember praying to the Lord, just so dissatisfied with, with the, the routineness of my life and, what, and my hardened heart. I remember praying to the Lord and asking him to soften my heart the next day. I asked him that he would uh, enamor me with himself, basically. Well, that next day, I went to church, and I'll never forget that day. Uh, it seems like everything that was said from the front or in even announcements and, and all throughout the service moved me. I even remember uh, what a music leader said in my Sunday school class after he was done leading us in a song. He said, Come quickly, Lord Jesus. Now, those are simple words. Those things are said from the platform all the time in a church. Prayers and, and things that a leader says and, and a sermon and phrases and sentences. Just, just kind of normal Sunday stuff. But not to me that day. Those were huge words. Those words, I'll never forget, even those words moved me to tears. He was just transitioning away from singing and into the sermon and asked the Lord to come. And, and I was moved by that. On any other Sunday, that would have seemed like a throwaway prayer. But the God of heaven and earth heard my prayer the night before and sensitized my heart so that the simplest truths from his word would have an impact on me the next day. I think about this when I read the phrase glory or exult in Jesus Christ. I want a heart that is constantly enamored and glorying in Jesus Christ. And that takes some work and effort. But I believe when we ask the Lord to give us hearts like that, and when we approach the things that we have to do today, with hearts that are sensitive to his glory, he answers those prayers. So I'd encourage you, pray that prayer today. Lord, allow me to glory in you. Allow that to be the, the tune of my day today. May the Lord answer that prayer so that he would be high and lifted up in your thoughts today. If you've been encouraged by the Give Your Life Away podcast, please share it with a friend. And if you'd like to get in touch with us, you'll find us online at canyonprescott.org. Thanks for listening. Join us next time for Give Your Life Away. We